Hello. Hello. Vincent Crowley. How's it going? <laughs> What's going on, man? We're doing all right, dude. We just got done blasting one of your tracks, man. Right on. Sounds good. Fuck yeah, dude. Fucking bad fucking ass shit, man. So, uh, so, so, uh, I'm glad we finally got you on here, man. Fucking, you know, the last time. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a nightmare. I apologize for that. I, I couldn't be done, but at least we're doing it now. Hey, it's all good, man. You know what? If, if every time a band fucking, uh, something happened and, and they weren't able to make it and they sent me a package like what you sent me, I'd be, I'd be okay. I'd be like, fuck it, man. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. But no, seri- on a serious note, man, I really appreciate everything that you sent over, man. It's just, it's fucking awesome, dude. Blew, blew my mind. I was not expecting that. Oh, no problem. Glad you enjoy it, man. Hell yeah, dude. So, so tell us, man, what's going on in the world of Vincent Crowley? Well, after spending uh, three weeks with COVID, <laughs> I'm just, just back on my feet again. But uh, we... Uh, you're in the midst this weekend of signing a deal with uh, Hammerheart Records, so we will be working on the second Vincent Crowley album uh, towards the end of the year now. Wow. And, and it'll be on yeah. Hammerheart. Yes. Very cool, man. Yeah, so we're pretty we're pretty hyped about it. Uh, um, we've been working on material. We haven't been playing live shows. Uh, we thought it was a little more important to kind of work on the next album. Uh, we didn't really get a chance to promote the first album. Uh, but, you know, a lot of bands aren't playing anyway, and there's been so many restrictions. We just figured, you know, let's just work on the music, and uh, everything panned out pretty well then. Hell yeah. So uh, so, so, tell us uh, about this, well, the latest record, Beyond Akron, man. Fucking, uh, how, how did that come about? Well, uh, after Asheron broke up, and it was like at the end of uh, 2018, um, obviously I wanted to do something else, and uh, the guitarist, Art Taylor, that was in Asheron, and then myself, we had some music we were you know, messing around with, and we continued to write, and we were trying to put something together, and uh, it got to the point where uh, we couldn't really find anybody to play with around us that you know that really fit. And a friend of mine uh, from a local band called Church, he said he had a drummer that could maybe help us out, which is uh, Ryan Archer, which ended up becoming the drummer. And we started working together, and uh, Art and I decided to record these songs in the studio and just kind of front the money and just kind of hope. A label picks it up and uh we can put it out and uh oh shit vince fuck hello hey vince we lost you man yeah i get cut off so where did it end up cutting off <laughs> uh you were talking about uh a label picked it up yeah so uh um odium records ended up picking it up and uh did a european deal with us and uh hellhammer records from the u.s the brand new one it's actually 
owned by one of my best friends. They did the U.S. release, and then we had uh, Black Seal in Brazil that um, released it over there. So it actually did way more than we thought it was going to do. And the uh, reaction from the people, you know, from the media and stuff and the fans has been, like, great. So everything worked out really well. Hello? Fuck, we lost him again. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I don't know, man. We're getting kicked off all the time. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, these motherfuckers, man. They're fucking trying to shut us down. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> so, uh, so, so, uh, fuck, man. Well, Odium Records is badass, dude. Uh, can you, t- uh, I've been working with those guys for a while now, man, and uh, they they always put out really cool stuff. And I was pretty excited whenever I saw that they were releasing uh, this record from you, man. Yeah, I mean, they did a really good job. They did a great job with promotion. Um, that that was, I think, uh, the best thing we got out of this because ODM did a great job, but then um, Hellhammer Records from the U.S. They did, you know. I think they did like five full page ads in uh, um, Decibel magazine, and mm-hmm. they really, you know, so we got a lot of promotion out of this. And, uh, you know, we are a brand new band, so obviously we kind of have to kind of prove ourselves. But um, um, just hope people can listen to it and get, you know, this isn't an Asheron album. You know, this is exactly what it is it's beyond Asheron. It's, it's, it's influenced by a lot of different stuff. You still have the the black death element to it, but we also have you know everything from doom to you know classic heavy metal and even some dark rock and and stuff. <laughs> we lost him again. Fuck. <laughs> they keep someone up there doesn't like us. They keep on trying, man. <laughs> right on. So. uh well, yeah. It, the funny thing is, I've been sitting here calling it Acheron, and it's actually you're pronouncing it Asheron. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's different. I actually heard it. Um, well, I was actually surprised if you see that uh, Conan the Barbarian uh, remake. They yeah. actually say Asheron too. When I got the name, actually, there was a guy from Greece, from Athens, that. Um, I was helped doing some work with back back when I was like right out of Nocturnus, and uh, he told me how to pronounce it. That's how he said they pronounced it. But you know, Acheron actually—that's the most people say Acheron, but that's why I say Asheron. How we pronounce it? <laughs> right on. I, I think I do it because my name Zach is spelled with a C H, and it's it's with a, you know it sounds like a K. <laughs> So I've always yeah. just thought, I don't know, automatically in my brain, but... Well, right. you also have, you know, Candlemass has, like, Acheron. They say Acheron in their song, so it's, it's there's multiple ways I've heard it say. It's, yeah. It's like Sepultura, Sepultra, you know, it's right? the same type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when, I was, when I was a kid, man, I thought Metallica was called Metallica. 
<laughs> no joke, man. I was I was fucking uh, I was riding down the street on my skateboard like fucking eight or nine years old, and these these teenagers were standing there with Metallica shirts on. I'm like, hey, you guys like Metallica? And they just started <laughs> laughing their asses off. Oh, what the fuck is this kid talking about? <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. I had no idea. Well, I mean, nobody really talked about that band back then, like on radio or anything. It was just you would you would read about it in Metal Maniacs or something, you know, on the back, but that was right. before before they got big. But right. uh Yeah, any anyway, man, so so well, you've got a fucking legacy behind you, man, obviously with Asheron, man. Fucking uh, yeah. you've been around for a long time. Could you tell us about uh, your beginnings and like what got you into uh, what got you into metal well you know growing up you know I you know I started off with obviously like bands like you know Black Sabbath and Alice Cooper and you know Kiss and then you know throughout the years you just start hearing them more you know a lot of the underground you know when Venom came out and Merciful Fate and Sodom and all those bands it just kind of like takes you to a new level and once i started to hurt you know venom and merciful fate i i was like i i want to be in a band i want to make music like this you know it's just something i wanted to do and from that point on i kind of that was like the goal to do and uh it worked i you know i started laying start actually didn't even pick up a guitar until i was like 16 but you know uh i, I kind of lucked out and uh, started playing with uh, Mike Browning and uh, Richard Bateman and Nocturnus back in uh, 87. And those guys, you know, Mike did the first Morbid Angel album. And Oh, shit. Fucking Skype, man. <laughs> we'll get through that. <laughs> you, you were talking about Morbid Angel. Yeah, well, when I got Nocturnus, you know, Mike... Mike Browning, uh, him and Richard Bateman were in the band, and Mike had just, you know, he did the Morbid Angels' first album, he did the Incubus demo, and Richard had just got back from uh, playing with Agent Steel, doing some European tours and stuff, so I kind of landed a pretty good gig for a guy that didn't have really much experience. I definitely wasn't even close on the talent-wise of them at that time, so uh, it, it, it helped out a lot when... Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Something up there doesn't like us. So, but yeah, that was kind of like the whole the whole beginning of it, you know. And then I, after Nocturnus, I wanted to do something else, and that's when I came up with Asheron and, and kind of started from there. Oh yeah, so you are part of. Uh part of the florida scene then right yeah what's well, funny uh when ashron started actually i i started to get the idea when i was still in florida but i ended up moving to pittsburgh pennsylvania and that's actually where the band the first formation of ashron started and we were there for a couple of years then i moved back to florida i moved to orlando for like a year and then i went back to tampa and that's when actually Mike Browning, who I was in Nocturnus with, ended up uh, joining the band playing drums when I moved back to Tampa. Right on. Yeah, I recently had uh, Terry Butler on the show and Jeremy Kling uh, on as well. And I was asking them about Florida because 
we recently went down there on vacation and when I was down there on the beach, I was sitting there and I was thinking about it and I'm watching my kids running around playing and everybody's like happy and stuff. And I'm like, how the fuck does all this crazy death metal come out of this fucking place? You know, because it's, it's such a fucking happy place. But at the same time, I, don't, I was asking them and they, they were basically saying that uh, I, I think they felt like it adds to the creativity. Um, how, what's your take on that? You know, one thing, uh, it's funny because I lived in Michigan near Detroit for most of my life before I moved up to uh, Tampa. And when I moved to Tampa, that actually really kicked my ass to really play. And that's because I really didn't know many people. And I kind of was like just dealing with my instrument and, you know, learning guitar and stuff. So um, one thing about it is, yeah, you got the sun, you have this and that but man it, you have some really <laughs> some freaks there too i have come i probably came across more people that were probably serial killers <laughs> in that place <laughs> than anywhere else in my life and i've lived in big cities and stuff and it's like i mean and come across places that are like you know um talking about you know uh like in brandon where like obituaries from and stuff i remember you know being a teenager and we find this abandoned house with like all these like weird symbols everywhere and there's like like carcasses of animals hanging and shit like fucking roadkill and stuff we're like what the fuck's going on you know I mean it's fuck (laughs) (laughs) you you were saying carcasses and roadkill everywhere (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, it's there's there's just some crazy shit out there. So it's it's not all uh, beaches and uh, <laughs> and sunshine. There's definitely some freaks out there, and uh, um, I just think a lot of the people that are making the music, you know, they're not really too into you know sitting around on the beach and drinking a mai tai or whatever. <laughs> they just, there's like the anger and stuff. Yeah. So. Uh, but there was like tons of the the, the amount of talent in, in Florida is amazing for metal. Oh, hell yeah, man! Hell yeah, for sure. So, uh, so, so, what's coming next for you guys, man? I, I know you're you said you're working on the new record, and do you guys have a date yet, uh, or is that still way too far off? Uh, that's we're, we probably signing the actual contract this weekend and then we just have to figure out like schedule dates and stuff but you know my whole thing is uh i my goal is to have this like recorded and done by the end of the year so you know we don't want to rush it either so give us enough time to kind of put our ideas into it and kind of sit back and listen to some of the stuff so it and we got some good stuff it's gonna it's, it'll be a long record for sure Oh, yeah. It'll be, it's pushing the limits to the vinyl, so we have to kind of watch how, how much we're recording. <laughs> now, the uh, the artwork on uh, Beyond Asheron, can you tell us about that? Yeah, uh, Timo Wurz, uh, the German artist, he actually did a lot of uh, um, old Asheron out uh, actually probably the last 10 years of Asheron he did all the the 
most of the cover art. And uh, the whole concept of Beyond Asheron was, you know, the, all the songs were kind of like somehow related to death in one way or another in the story. So obviously we wanted kind of like a reaper-ish kind of creature like that's in the river, you know, like the Asheron River. And uh, kind of talked the idea into something kind of basic, but just kind of dark and and gets to the point. And uh, he came up. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> Fuck, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm going to be yeah. editing this thing all day. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Holy shit. So, uh, well, yeah, man, the artwork on this record is definitely fucking badass, man. It looks great on vinyl, too, by the way. Yeah, it was funny, too, because you know, everybody's, you know, we, we talked to some people that were in the business and they're like going, are you really going to do one of those Reaper type of things? I'm like, it, it's not, we're not trying to be that. It's supposed to fit the theme of the of the album and the, you know, what it's about. Oh, it's, it's not perfect. just like, hey, this throw a reaper on it and you know it's symbolic of you know Charon who also you know was in charge of the river Asheron and there was more to it than just that you know creature and then when it was done everybody's like man that's great cover it's like yeah see yeah. <laughs> no it's beautiful and, uh, beautiful artwork man on the, on the back you know it's got a he's got a painting of you guys like actually standing there and yeah he did kind of like the the rebirth out of the river and yeah he did it Timo does a great job, and and he definitely will be doing the next album too. So we look forward to that. Fuck yeah, man! Fuck yeah! All right, well, uh, for all the gearheads out there that are wondering, man, can you give us a rundown of uh, some of the equipment and stuff that you were using to get these tones? Well, since <laughs> the guitars would be the one, because all I did was uh, basically. Uh, we we shared the bass because I did more of just the vocals. I did some bass on it on the albums and stuff, but we ran direct and kind of worked with sounds for that. Guitar wise, that is not my field. Yeah, that would have to be art. And unfortunately, he's not here to uh, reinforce. <laughs> you there? <laughs> Okay, so I got you, man. So so you just did the vocals then, so you don't really have uh Yeah, I did vocals in the bass and the bass is you know, we plugged direct and, and worked on sounds. So uh Art and I both did bass, but Art is uh and, you know, uh uh studio working they they really did a good job on the sound and stuff. Oh yeah, man. The sound the pr the production value of this is just fucking it's insane, man. It sounds really it's thick, it's heavy, it has real organic uh live sound to me. Well, we wanted something to go. You know, we didn't, you know, we didn't want to overproduce, but we also didn't want it to sound like really, you know, so raw that you're not hearing the elements of it and i think the best thing is like you know some of those kind of early 90s albums where you got enough production it sounds good but it's not like pushing it to making it sound too nice either so um you know where we're working in the studio uh at audio 
or Sonic Lounge. Uh, they just did a magnificent job. Yeah, well, I look forward to hearing the next record from you guys for sure, man. I'm I'm totally excited. Appreciate. It. Yeah, we we are excited to put out, and you know, now that you know, since the first album, um, actually the American release, we had two bonus tracks on the American release, and that's when we added a second guitarist uh, named Eric Stewart and he's an amazing guitarist and he actually has worked on and off with our present guitarist uh, Art Taylor for a long time, for years so they're like a perfect combo and then we finally found a, uh, a permanent bass player named uh, Tim Wilson and uh, so now me and Art don't have to keep <laughs> yep <laughs> like clockwork man <laughs> but yeah the whole lineup is that this this is actually is as good as the album beyond ashron was now we have a complete lineup that works very well together you know comes up with ideas and and i think this album's gonna as much as i like the first one i think it's gonna blow that one out of the water fuck yeah man fuck yeah well, we're going to blast it when it comes out for sure, man. Appreciate it. And hopefully we'll get some started. You know, one big thing is, too, you know, as soon as we get this done, we definitely want to start playing some live shows. It's Hell yeah. Been, I mean, for me personally, it's been, God, over three years or something. I mean, I think the last Asheron show was at the end of 2000. Uh, no, we did a Vincent Crowley show, but we did, like, the first Asheron album for a festival in Texas, the Destroying Texas Fest, and uh, I just did that because I didn't want to do it under Asheron, and uh, yeah, that was at the beginning or something of 2019, so it's been a long time since I fucking hit the stage, so I'm definitely jonesing to do it again. Hell yeah, man. Well, we look forward to seeing you on the stage, too, man. Right on, brother. Well, I appreciate your uh, support and, you know, Getting the, getting the word out to people. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, I'm about out of questions for you, brother. Is there anything else you want to let the people know? No, just, you know, check us out. Uh, there we, We're on digital. I know some people don't buy the, the actual albums anymore, but we're, we're on Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, I think YouTube has it. You know, most of the digital um, outlets have it. And... You know, if you want to, just you know, check out the songs on online if you like it. You pick up the pick up the physical copy and help support the band. Fuck yeah! Well, before I let you go, can I get you to make us a station tag? Yeah, no problem. All right, whenever you're ready, say something like, "This is Vincent Crowley, and you're listening to Metal Devastation Radio." Okay. This is Vincent Crowley, and you're listening to Metal Devastation Radio. Fuck yeah, man. Awesome, awesome. Well, thanks a lot for taking the time to talk to us, man. I really appreciate it, dude. No problem. I, I do apologize for that last time. That's not like me, and it was kind of out of my hands on that one. <laughs> hey, it's all good, man. It's all good. We made it happen. <laughs> right on, brother. Well, what I'm going to do... You have a good one. Yeah, I'm going to blast some more yeah. Vincent Crawley for these motherfuckers so they can go nuts, all right? Okay, sounds good, man. All right. Take we'll, care. We'll talk to you later, dude. Bye. Good. Okay. 
There you have it, folks. Vincent Crowley live on the Zach Moonshine Show with Metal Devastation motherfucking radio. They tried to shut it down, but it did not fucking work. We fucking made it happen. <laughs> God damn it. Fuck yeah, man. Crank it the fuck up loud as a fuck. Like I said earlier, put your speakers everywhere. Make your neighbors fucking hear it. If you don't see U-Haul trucks everywhere tomorrow, what the fuck are you doing, man? Crank it the fuck up.